Marketing is a set of business practices designed to plan for and present an organization's products in a way that build effective customer relationships. Hello, and welcome to Industrial Marketing Simplified. This is a six-part audio series that explains how industrial companies successfully attract new prospects in tactical ways that are easy to understand. In this module, we're discussing what industrial marketing is and why it's important. Hi, I'm your host, Tyler Chisholm, and I'm joined by my business partner, Chad Kroger. We specialize in helping industrial businesses attract new customers. On today's show, we're going to dive into Marketing 101, the basics, B2B versus B2C, what is industrial marketing, and what are the most common frustrations we hear from industrial businesses about marketing? All right, Chad, let's uh, let's uh, kick us off with the basics. Give us a definition. What is marketing? Well, there are a lot of definitions out there, of course, but we're just so that we're all on the same page, this is how we define it. Marketing is a set of business practices designed to plan for and present an organization's products in a way that build effective customer relationships. Ultimately, at the end of the day, we're trying to bridge that gap between the amazing things you do and the problems your customers are ultimately looking to solve. Marketing plays a huge part in that. So when we talk about that, like the specifics, what are some of the things that like, if we were going to list them out on the good old whiteboard, what are the specifics that fall under marketing? Like what type of activities? Yeah, I would start with basically the research and then the analytics to understand your customers better. Uh, All your company's communications that inform and educate, uh, persuade your customers. How you tell your story to attract customers, but also partners and investors, uh, employees, and anyone else in your company um, that your your alliance group and the people that, uh, that your company interacts with. Also, the experience that your customer has buying and using your product. Okay, so from an organizational perspective, and I know we're talking about industrial companies specifically, what like what does it do for your company? Like, why is it important? You listed a little bit of the things that you do and kind of the roles they play, but like, what's the risk of not doing marketing? Like, what are, what are we leaving out? Ultimately, you want people to know that you exist. I mean, that's really what marketing is about: is getting new prospects to understand that your product is there. Uh, marketing also keeps your company top of mind so that they're thinking of you when they are ready to buy. It can shape what they think about your company. It allows you to reach a higher volume of customers in new territories, uh, and it also allows you to automate reaching them. So we're going to assume that as a company, you're doing something amazing. What this really is, is a force multiplier for not only telling your story, but getting it out there. What I really heard you say was reach, and I think that's going to be of interest for a lot of organizations because mm-hmm. we've all got our circle of influence, but what happens when we want to grow beyond that into new territories or just into different different verticals where we haven't sold before? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way of putting it, for sure. The reach is a big part of it. So... Inside marketing, again, like any like any industry, we've got terms, we've got acronyms. <laughs> Sometimes we get killed by acronyms, but every industry has them. B2B versus B2C. So business to business versus business to consumer. Let's break these down a little bit. I think the simplest way that I could break it down is that B2B is marketing to people making decisions for their business versus B2C, business to consumer marketing, is to market people making decisions for themselves. Okay, I love that. Marketing to people making decisions for their business, marketing to people making decisions for themselves. Okay, there's a universal truth here. What I heard was people, and these are people making decisions. Is this not, and this was something that floated around a few years back, isn't it, isn't it just people to people marketing, human to human marketing, or no? I mean, there are definitely similarities in the way that people research and evaluate products and things like that. We are absolutely still marketing to people, but B2B marketing and B2C marketing are miles apart. For example, B2C is typically more marketing-driven organizations. So they're very Mm, brand conscious. They're marketing to a larger market size. So kind of all consumers versus very targeted businesses. 
B2C is also much more focused on individuals or even, you know, partners justifying the product purchase uh, among themselves or families. Um, wider range of sales and product types, obviously, um, with a range of buying processes. So typically a little bit more emotional decision-making on a B2C side okay. um, versus B2B is, is typically much more sales-driven companies. Uh, you know, you're only as good as your last month kind of thing. So there's a lot of focus around lead generation, um, which then focuses on targeting market verticals, which is why LinkedIn is extremely powerful. Uh, we're marketing to buying groups. So, you know, an average of seven people on the client side with 11 buying triggers, as uh, Gartner put it in, in a recent report. Um, so when you're marketing to a business, yeah, you might have a sort of a champion on the client side, but there's generally a, a group of or a committee of people, uh, you know, that are making the decision ultimately and you need to gain consensus from. Um, it's generally a higher price point. So, you know, B2C, think about it as a, maybe a $150 product. B2B is, could be up to, you know, $15,000, $150,000 for a product. Mm. Um, or, you know, lifetime customer value. Uh, and, then, and then we'll look at, you know, because there's a larger buying group on the client side, it's a longer and much more complex evaluation and buying process. Okay, so what I heard loud and clear, and what I love the clarity on is, yes, this is still we're still a bunch of humans. Let's not let's not overlook that. But fundamentally, when you're selling a product to another company, that's ultimately going to make that company better in some way. They're only buying your services to solve their problem, improve their future, grow an opportunity. But you've got now multiple stakeholders on the other side. Like you said, up to seven, and I've read, you mm -hmm. know, with large enterprise, up to even as high as eleven you've going to have a whole bunch of different people that are going to process information differently. They're going to be at different disciplines in the organization. So when you're thinking about B2B, you really have to think about, this is a multi-headed beast, if you will, in mm -hmm. terms of what your, who your marketing needs to speak to, not necessarily you or I making that personal 100 or we're buying a $200 pair of running shoes. It's very different than I'm buying a $150,000 piece of equipment that's going to go on my floor, give me, change my output, and ultimately completely change my workflow. There's a whole bunch of different people involved in that journey. Yeah, and the decision ends up being a lot more rational. Like, I need to understand the details, mm. right? So if you're trying to sell the product internally in an organization and your sort of neck is on the line for purchasing this $150,000 product, there's a lot of logic and rational you know, decision making. You have to really build your case and, t and, and tell a story. And also to a group of people around you, your buying group that has completely different ways that they filter information. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to, we're going to go off with, we've now moved off into the B2B side of this conversation, but let's go one layer deeper. Industrial marketing. Again, so easy to think about it as maybe a buzzword, but businesses that sell products that help other businesses. I love that, that, that to set the stage, but what are the unique needs and like, what is it special about a business that makes it quote unquote industrial marketing versus just B2B? I mean, the, the word that comes to my mind really is technical. So it has to be a lot more technical communication you're dealing with engineers typically or, you know, subject matter experts on the client side. So your information needs to be accurate and it needs to be compelling. Uh, and, and they've, since they've traditionally relied on sales and relationships, there's a bit more of a bridge that needs to be laid out in terms of what marketing can really do to increase customer relationships. So if we go back to, you know, the original discussion around what is marketing, it's all of these tactics and planning and everything like that that leads to better customer relationships. Okay, I appreciate I appreciate that. So 
industrial, we've got a higher level of technicality. We've got, it sounds like there's no question that there's a need, but certainly in my experience, and I know it's been yours over the years, there's a lot of challenges and frustrations for industrial businesses about marketing. They've either tried it, had a bad experience. Sales typically has been the the, the leader when it comes to revenue generation at these organizations. But let's, let's give our audience, and this is where we'd love some feedback, so please feel free to reach out. These are some of the common challenges we've seen over the years of working with industrial companies. One is speed, frustration that it takes too long to see results. These are sales-driven organizations. They have quotas, they have numbers. Sometimes marketing feels like it takes too long to even get a campaign underway. Attribution, is it even working? You know, 50% of my marketing is working. Which, which 50%? Old joke. Cost, marketing is quote-unquote too expensive. But if you, don't, if you don't have a proper way to tie it to value, which is attribution, it will absolutely can easily appear too expensive. And, co- and complexity, marketing companies, and I will take a bit of ownership on this in our past lives, try to boil the ocean. We try to do too many things too soon, which can really be, I found, frustrating for these organizations. Mm-hmm. So Chad, obviously you've been in the trenches with this for many years. Break these down for us a little bit more. Give us a little bit more to think about around these four points. Okay, so let's start off with speed or the frustration that it takes too long to see results. So enterprise-level businesses that have large marketing departments, they have the ability to focus on brand strategy, consumer research, but if mid-size industrial companies took that approach... It would be at least nine months before the customer research, planning, website design, all of that is complete. And the problem is, is that a lot of the resources are now spent before they really actually start focusing on generating leads. So the outcome then is that they feel marketing doesn't produce results. But then the question becomes, you know, how can they get into market quicker? And that's really the focus, I think, to come out of that. Um, okay. So first being speed, second being um, attribution. So in other words, like you had mentioned, the, the sort of cliche term of 50% of my marketing is working out. I just don't know which 50%. The evolution of digital advertising and marketing technologies have created much more awareness around what is working. So for example, we could take a look at any one of our customer campaign platforms right now, and we're able to correlate what investments are gaining the most return. So that just wasn't possible a few years ago, or at least not to the extent that it is today. And I would, you know, just to chime in there, with the access to technology, the reality is that used to be an unfair advantage that your larger, often enterprise-level competitors had. Mm-hmm. But now with the accessibility of technology, which is something we'll speak in a future in a future module, technology is really democratizing the access to data. Not, and I know for me, that's really exciting for some of the marketing uh, industrial marketing companies yeah. that I work with. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a good point. So the third, their third frustration uh, being cost, they think marketing is too expensive to focus on. I, I really think that the conversation is actually about value because there are a lot of mid-sized industrial companies that we've worked with that really have the budget, but if they don't know what to invest in or how, or they can't predict the return, as an example, it can be very hard to spend the money. And I mean, since many industrial leaders have the engineering background, they often think in terms of predictable input-output. You know, it's formulas. Um, so, I mean, as marketers, the, the goal here is that we need to figure out how to apply formulas and process and what are the ways that we're able to create a higher level of prediction on return on investment. I think that ties nicely the best way to do that also is not trying to do everything at once, which really speaks to the last frustration, which is boil the ocean. Yeah. So, I mean, that complexity is a real thing. I mean, marketing is complex. There are a lot of different criteria and a lot of different things to think about. It's, it's really not just web design and creating case studies and 
you know, writing out product features. Successful businesses need to learn how to apply focus and structure and a repeatable process to industrial marketing. And many industrial companies do try to boil the ocean. That and, and really, just to kind of clarify, that in our mind means that they're trying to communicate all of the benefits of all of their products. And so what you'll see more consistently through this series is our goal is to crawl, walk, run. And that theory is, is a really excellent way to think about marketing because, you know, since there is complexity to marketing, we do want to break it down. How do we start? Let's just start, but how do we create consistency? It's not an overwhelming task when you start with one product focused on one ideal customer, and then you can repeat it with other products. So if I'm going to read this backwards from the perspective of what I just heard you say, if I reduce my complexity by focusing on a specific audience and a specific product, I'll ultimately have less cost because I'm not trying to do everything at once, which is going to make it a lot easier for me to understand when I align with my sales team, what campaign actually worked from an attribution perspective. And simply put, because we're not trying to do everything at once, it's going to allow us to get the results faster, which meets the speed objective. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that formula because yeah. it's very real and our experience working with industrial companies focused on bringing marketing to the table is the discipline of doing that that allows them to actually start to feel crawl, <laughs> feel yeah. successful. And a little bit of success goes a long way when it comes to getting buy-in across your organization. So Chad, thanks so much. What a great way to kick off. We got some high level on purpose to really get us all having the same conversation to set us up for success in the rest of these modules. So what we covered in today's episode, marketing, we now have a shared knowledge. The key differences between B2B and B2C, selling to a group or selling to an individual, such a great way to, so it's an easy way to break down just another acronym. What is industrial marketing and clearly what makes it different and unique and why it deserves its own focus and skill set? And the most common challenges we hear, I really like those because they feel when you like anything, once you lay it out, it feels that now you can now tackle it. If you enjoyed today's module, please reach out out and give us your feedback and please pass it along to your team members because the sooner we get on the same page, the sooner we start driving results. Join us next for module two, customers, how they buy and what you need to know.